Lauren and I'm Christina and this is our podcast Let's Shoot a Fat. We talk about international student experiences, navigating the challenges of young adult life and other fun topics like favorite movies, books or songs. Thanks for tuning in and let's get into today's episode. All right, hello. Hello. <laughs> Christina did not look ready. <laughs> no, I am. I was in time. <laughs> <laughs> we're back after i want to say four weeks five weeks almost probably i don't know it's been a long time <laughs> it's been a long time that's the <laughs> the point um yeah we're back and i think from now on we're gonna start recording regularly again because tomorrow's monday the beginning of the semester but Ooh. for this episode we're gonna do what we always do traditionally well we've done it like two times three times we're gonna take a look back at this past <laughs> semester and review all the classes we took how it differed like from what we expected in the beginning how the exams went and how the assignments went went yeah so but now i don't have my calendar <laughs> <laughs> yeah first we need to give you a rundown of what happened the whole past six weeks obviously god I mean, maybe we can just give some highlights. Yeah, I would do that. Otherwise, we're going to be here forever. Yeah, yeah. If I can remember. So, okay. New Year? So, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I mean, my New Year evening <laughs> was amazing. I spent it with my friends. It wasn't planned at all, which is kind of like how it... Um, you know, like before we would plan a lot of things with my friends and I was just like, if something happens, it'll happen, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I'm not such a big fan of because as the listeners probably know already, <laughs> we like to plan things, <laughs> but no, it was, it was a lot, a lot of fun. Cause we like, after a long time, we got together like a bunch of friends from our group. So it was really nice. Yeah. That's what great. You? Um, I, spent new year's with two of my friends and their families because they have this long-standing tradition of celebrating together like their parents are also friends their moms have known each other since university i think and so they have this whole tradition with a scavenger hunt with a with a movie that they always watch and so on and so forth and i just kind of i was invited and i infiltrated (laughs) the family tradition (laughs) and yeah it was a lot of fun yeah, I have to say during January, I went ice skating, I feel like more times than ever in my life. I mean, oh God. that's exaggerating. But you know, <laughs> I went like, even before I left for the exam mid-January, I went like three times. Wow. Which is a lot for me. That's know? quite, yeah. I feel like that's usually something that, I mean, people who don't you do it as like a sports or whatever, you do it like once or twice during winter and... yeah. Yeah. I mean, when we were kids, we would go to like a frozen lake here in Mm. our village, but that doesn't happen anymore because, you know, it's not that cold anymore. I mean, although this week it was really cold. We're in the negatives the whole week. Switzerland has been horrible. I mean, I haven't been there, but it's literally been (laughs) just like negative 11 in the morning, negative three in the afternoon. Crazy. But you know what? It's weird because I feel like I am more cold when I'm in Spain in, like, March than when I'm home in January. Same. But the the temperature difference is big. Like, it's way warmer 
in Spain. So I don't know why I feel like that. I think for me personally, it makes a difference that my apartment in Switzerland is heated. Well, okay. I feel like, you know, it makes a difference if when at home, you're just fine. You don't have mm -hmm. to worry about being cold. Whereas here at home, I'm also cold a lot. Mm. So you never actually That's full true. on recover from it. Even maybe. at university. Even at university. There, exactly. So. <laughs> exactly. So That's I don't know. True. Maybe that's, that's it. True. Also, I feel like under a certain temperature, it really doesn't make a difference anymore. Like for me, whether it's eight degrees or negative five, I wear the same clothing. I, you know, it doesn't really make a difference yeah. for me anymore. True. True. That's probably not scientifically yeah. proven, but <laughs> there we go. <laughs> And then before, I mean, before you came back to Spain, you had like two weeks So what did mm -hmm. you... I feel like you had to do a lot, right? Because you wanted to fit a bunch insane. of things. Insane. But like <laughs> logistically, in terms of organization, some of my best work. Like I did so well. <laughs> I would have breakfast with somebody, lunch with somebody else, dinner with somebody else. <laughs> in between, I would study and work. At the end of it, I was exhausted. But I got to see everybody I wanted to see. I got to do everything I wanted to do, which made me really happy because I was worried because I was only home for three weeks. And so in the end... It was nice, but yeah, it was it was crazy because especially the last week, like things just kept coming up. Like I already had every single evening. I had plans every single evening slash afternoon and then things mm -hmm. just kept coming up. So I was like, well, look, <laughs> I mean, I, I can offer you breakfast, but then also I'm supposed to study. So maybe we can go get breakfast and then study. And I was like mm -hmm. trying to just combine things, but it was super nice. I mean... I got to see everybody, I think, multiple times that I wanted to see. I got to um, spend time with, even with people that I usually don't see as much, I got to spend more time with them, which was super nice. And yeah, I mean, it was a lot of eating out. Financially, it was horrible. <laughs> Financially, it really, it was not good for me. A lot of eating out and a lot of like, I don't think, like, I just, all the meals were connected to social plans, basically. Mm -hmm. But it was super nice. I got to spend a lot of time with friends, with family. Um, I was able to go into work for like a lunch and a meeting, which was nice. And yeah, can't complain. I was exhausted, but very nice. <laughs> What was your favorite moment of the two weeks? Mm, oh, my God. I, I mean, I loved my sister and I, we gave our grandparents for Christmas. We, we, we had to be creative. We didn't know what to give them. They're very <laughs> difficult with gift giving. But we were like, okay, we can give them like a dinner. So we cooked dinner and like dessert for them. And then there's this game, which I don't know if people know it. It's called Yas. Is that common knowledge or is that Swiss knowledge? Okay, Swiss knowledge. It's <laughs> it's a card game that's very popular in Switzerland. Mm -hmm. But I feel like more so with the older generations. I feel like everybody knows it with the younger generation, not so much anymore. And my sister and I didn't know it, but my grandparents love to play it. They always played it together. Like when my other grandparents from the U.S. would visit, they would play it together. They taught them. And so we did like a dinner and then a, a yas night where they taught us how to play it. And you play in groups of two. And we played like, I think, three or four hours. We were just playing. Mm -hmm. And it was so much fun. It was so much fun. And it was so nice to like spend that time with my grandparents and my sister. And it was super nice. Mm -hmm. So that. And then also my Sister and I gave my cousins for Christmas, like, a little box with, like, face masks, like, everything for, like, a movie spa night type of thing. 
We gave them mm-hmm. that, and then we did a movie night with them, and we introduced them to the first High School Musical movie, which, you know, this is oh important God. cultural education, <laughs> and that was super fun, too. And they loved it, which made me so happy. They were singing along, even though they didn't know the song, and oh that made God. me really happy. Yeah, I've been watching those, too, or, like, rewatching. Mm. I think... I don't know when. Oh, because, oh, my God. I know, I just remembered my favorite moment probably from the whole January. And it was, I don't know, a couple of weeks back. And I wanted to have, like, a get-together gathering with my friends again because my mom's, my mom's house was empty. And I was like, well, let's take advantage <laughs> of that. But then the stupid people from my friend's group they're just they're impossible so they i don't think they responded if they're gonna come or not or maybe just one person and i don't remember so i was like okay we're just we can like hang out just like with the girls and so we did and they came we talked we had a glass of wine and then we watched i think the first high school music high school musical Mm-hmm. yeah high school musical um the first movie and then they were like okay i'm done so we're not gonna watch the second one. i was like why not <laughs> watch know? all of them but <laughs> we watched like a different one but then also because it was it was like a really hard moment for me and so we were talking and then i was like let's do like let's write a letter to like each other like each of us wrote a letter to the two friends and it was such a nice moment. We were just like sitting there listening to music, writing, and then we like we gave it to each other, but we were like, okay, let's read it whenever like we feel mm. sad or we feel like we need support. Because also another like one of the friends, she went to Valencia for this semester for Erasmus. She's already gone. I know so, I saw her be reels. I yeah, was like when yeah. she kept mentioning Sangria, I was like is she already in Spain? And then I realized there's the beach. She is. But you know how weird it is for me? Even my sister is leaving. Oh, She's true. leaving the day after me. But for me, it's insanely weird because, like, technically, like, now I've been used to them being sad because I am leaving. <laughs> and this time around, technically, it should be, like, the other way around. But I'm still leaving. True. And, like, for me, it doesn't technically change anything because I don't see them anyways during the semester. You know? That's so true. I'm just That's like, true. yeah, bye. <laughs> it's really it's really weird. It's really weird. And also, like, the friend, she left even earlier than me. Mm. And my sister is leaving the day after me. So it's just like, I don't know. It's very confusing. That is a weird you know, like situation. Said, yeah, technically it doesn't really change anything no. for me. No, you know? that's what my friends kept saying about like me going to Australia in a year. Mm-hmm. They were like, well, I mean, it's really going to be the same. You're going to be gone. Either you're gone in Madrid or you're gone in Australia. Yeah. And that's true. Like for my family and my friends in Switzerland, it doesn't make a difference. I mean, the time yeah. changed maybe a little bit, but other than that, you know, she's like, I'm gone. Mm. Doesn't matter True. where I am, I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. weird. But I'm excited for them to like experience what we're experiencing, you know? Oh my God. Yeah. And then, well, I flew out for the freaking exam. exam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, which was I mean, horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the exam, obviously. <laughs> I mean, it was awful, yeah. I don't know. Will we talk about it in a recap? Probably, right? Want to talk about economics? Well, 
We can talk about it in the main part because we're going to talk about each of the classes. So That's what I mean, maybe. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 But... Just as a, like, you know, spoiler, it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, and then then you are already in Spain, so what, what have you been doing? Well, I went to Gran Canaria the same day that Christina went back to Czech Republic. I flew mm -hmm. out to Gran Canaria because I was like, I don't want to just, like, hang out in Madrid by myself with nothing to do. <laughs> And I think it was a good idea because now these past days I've been here and I'm truly not having a good time. But it was super <laughs> it was super nice. The flights were cheap. That's why we went to Gran Canaria and um I don't know, we just spent a lot of time going to different beaches. We went to the south where they had like these dunes and I felt like I was in mm -hmm. a desert and I was having a great time. An insane <laughs> amount of wind, but I had a great time. We went to this karaoke place. Which was hilarious. We went to this karaoke place because it was Julia's birthday, my friend's birthday that I went with. And she wanted to do karaoke. So we finally, after a lot of researching, there's not a lot of karaoke bars in that, on that island, let me <laughs> tell you, found a karaoke bar. And I think it was one of those places where like the locals go. Because everybody mm -hmm. there seemed like, oh, they do this every Saturday night. Like they walked in, started singing, knew the songs, knew how everything worked. Everybody was older than us. I'd say everybody was in their, like, late 20s, early 30s. Like, when we walked mm -hmm. in, the woman working there checked our IDs, and she was like, oh, God, you guys are young. And I was like, I'm 23. I'm not that young. <laughs> But compared to everybody else, yes. And it was great. I mean, everybody was just singing, like, Spanish classics. I didn't know a lot of them. But with so much emotion, it was fantastic, fantastic. <laughs> and, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And then a lot of food. A lot of beach, a lot of sun. It was good. Yeah. And then I came back and now it's just been hanging out here. I've been like working and editing videos and doing mm. masterclass finally. And yes. yeah, it's been good. What about you? Amazing. I, I mean, it's just like now that I think about it, it's it's been like really difficult for like certain reasons, which... Like, I'm enjoying my time here, but at the same time, like, I've been dealing with, like, a difficult situation with my grandparents and and some other relationship stuff. And so, like, these are the things that make it difficult. But the thing is, like, it would have been difficult even if I, like, lived here full time. You know, mm -hmm. it's just that it's kind of, like, mixed um, with my, like, technically, like, vacation Because here I'm on vacation, That's like I'm true. trying to relax from university, but at the same time I still have to like deal with difficult life things, which mm -hmm. like last year during January I was just like enjoying my time here and, and like hanging out with friends and like doing a bunch of fun stuff, which I'm still like doing now and I'm trying to do that, but it's, it's not as like, what's the word, um, lighthearted, I don't know, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I guess I would use that. But I went skiing this week, which was mm. amazing. And, like, initially, I wasn't sure if I want to go because I was like, well, it's going to take off, like, my time off of being, like, home. But then I was like, but one of the reasons I wanted to come back was so I could go skiing. So I went skiing, and it was my mom's ski trip, school ski trip. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it's called in English. Um, 
And so I came there for like two days and it was just a lot of uh, a lot of fun because there was a lot of snow. Like we were lucky because before that it wasn't like snowing or anything. And then right when we came, it was snowing, but it was sunny at the same time. It looked beautiful. At least the first day. It was beautiful. And, and you know what? I forgot how much I love skiing because I haven't gone, I think, in like two or three years. Mm-hmm. And with that, I remember it wasn't as much fun. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what happened to me. And then I I don't want this to like sound bad, but I was surprised by my like abilities to ski, mm-hmm. you know. And now I'm like, I want to do the instructor course mm-hmm. so I could go maybe like with some schools and do it as like a part-time job. I don't know when I'm here in January or You know, I don't know. I feel like it'd be a really cool thing, like a new thing to have, I don't know, in my portfolio and, you know. Yeah, that's great. Just like do. A couple of my friends have that. And I think it's a like great thing to like just have like that certificate, you know. Yeah, exactly. So I think I want to do that next year. So we're going to see how it goes. But it was really (sighs) nice. Also, I snowboarded. Mm -hmm. Is that a word? I'd say so, yes. (laughs) but only for a little bit because my sister she got like the new thing that you put your shoes into i don't know what that's Mm -hmm. called and she got it for christmas but like the board is like our mutual in the family because we only have one left because basically the whole family skis but also snowboards Mm -hmm. but we only have like one Mm. you know so we have to share it but now she was like well i have the new thing like it's mine you know (laughs) that part and i'm like you know but the other part (laughs) is like ours so whatever i just i did it for like one morning but honestly it was enough for me because somehow i like the skiing better this time around you know i used to love snowboarding i just prefer skiing because you don't get stuck the same way you get stuck with snowboarding you know yeah. how sometimes when it's flat and then you just have to walk and it would annoy the hell out of me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. But you know what? I was so sore. My back was insane. But I've never experienced this before. I was like, did I not do it properly before? Because this now, from snowboarding or from skiing? From skiing. Maybe like, just because you, know, you took such a long break. Your spine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe because you took it a long break. Awful. I don't know. Move (laughs) every move, like whenever I had to sit down or stand up, I was like, "Ow!" Oh, but I love being sore from skiing. Me too. Because it uses muscles that normally you don't use, and you're like, "Wow, Mm -hmm. those exist." (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So now I'm just like trying to do some last minute things. I need to see people. I need to see (laughs) both of my grandparents again before I leave. And yeah, then I have to pack someday and then leave someday. (laughs) The usual. How exciting. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Now we're going to talk about the semester recap because now we've done all the exams. We have all of our grades back and now we're going to, I would say, complain about those classes. Agreed. (laughs) So let's just dive into it and maybe compare uh, with the beginning of the semester when we were all hopeful and happy. (laughs) 
which yes. class do you want to start with? Maybe like a simple one, like documentary. <laughs> Not I so simple. I mean, honestly, that's the thing about all of the classes this semester. It's just that everything was way more difficult. Everything was than, hard. Right? Like even the quote unquote simple and easy classes mm-hmm. were really at least like time consuming. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But let's start with documentary. Documentary. Documentary <laughs> in the beginning seemed simple. Unproblematic. Um an easy good grade, some would say. Mm-hmm. That was not the case. It was to me it was enjoyable. Like it was an interesting class because I liked the topic. I liked the project we did of having to do like one documentary over the course of the semester. I liked that. It wasn't a lot of work. Like we didn't have weak assignments or anything like that. So the workload was minimal, but it was difficult to get a good grade. Not a good grade, but a good grade, you know? Because mm-hmm. I think in the beginning, we really thought, oh, she's the type of teacher who, you know, she's going to give you a nine for sure for your presentation. She's kind of nice about mm-hmm. it. But in the end, I, I mean, I don't even really know why she didn't give us a better grade. But in the end, she really had like her vision of how she wanted it to be, I guess. And then it was really difficult to get to that level. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the problem, especially with the presentations, was that she didn't give us almost any instructions yeah and so I did it I I prepared really well I would say I was one of the first ones I tried to make it really nice and I even practice at home which like I don't do that anymore (laughs) but I practice and everything what happened then was that it was supposed to be like normally face to face but she couldn't she broke her leg or arm I don't even know anymore and so she said she can't get to the university and so I had to do it online which is different. I was prepared to do it face to face. So I was a little shocked, but you know, I did it anyways. And then she like she gave me like an okay grade, but I would expect to get a better grade from a class like this yeah. and I was prepared, you know. And then there were people like after us that I think they just I don't even know where they got the structure. Like then the, all of those people had the same structure of the presentations. But it wasn't any... I don't know. I think just based on her feedback from the other presentations, I guess, and based on who was getting better grades and who was getting worse grades, they were like, oh, that person mm. got a got a nine, so I guess we're going to try to do it the same way that person did. I don't know. Mm. But that's true. She gave very little, like, guidelines, also for the documentary, like, how she wanted it to be, what she was going to grade it based on. And then somehow we never did it quite the way she wanted it, I guess. Yeah. But I mean in the end it was fine. The exam was fine. I mean Yeah. Barely yeah. had to study and mm-hmm. it was okay. So Yeah. I mean, I still say it be- was the easiest class of the semester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I was gonna say, like out of those out of the rest, it was really like the easiest one. You didn't I mean, you did have to go to classes because like she had a presentation but then or like she had slides but she also like mentioned things and she even said it in the beginning like I'm gonna say things that are not in the presentations Mm -hmm. so you come to class but technically if you missed it in the end we still studied from the slides mostly the slides yeah yeah we didn't have a lot of extra information in our notes and we still passed like it was fine 
it was and it totally was an fine. interesting class and she was a good teacher in the sense of like she worked in that field so she could give you like nice mm-hmm. examples mm-hmm. um and make it super interesting so yeah it was good maybe what i would have appreciated more was if we watched more documentaries because i mean during the semester we watched one yeah right? agreed yeah and, like, I would have expected to watch more since it's documentary class. And technically, like, the things she showed us in the slides, we would have been fine, like, reading it ourselves yeah. at home or something, you know? That's and instead true. of watching. Because the first documentary, or, I mean, the only documentary she showed us was amazing. And oh, we all had fun, it. you yeah. know? And we talked about it afterwards. So that would have been nice. That's true. That's true. And then next up, maybe radio? Mm-hmm. That's an interesting that class, one. I I mean, overall, I loved it. Yeah. I feel like it gave us so much. We learned so much, mm-hmm. but by like actually doing things and not only hearing about them. And like some people were weren't happy with the teacher because his grading was also kind of like weird. Yeah. But I still liked him. Like as a person, he was funny, he was like chill. But <laughs> it was a lot more work than we thought it would be mm-hmm. in the beginning. You know, do you remember how he said that, uh, like, people's or students' uh, feedback is that they like the class, they learn a lot, and it's fun, but it's really time-consuming. And he but was in not the beginning, lying. I was like, <laughs> I know, but in the beginning, I was like, so far, so good, you know? <laughs> we were doing the assignments in class. That's true. So we didn't have to do anything outside of classes. But then, no, towards the end of the semester, like November, I would say it was our downfall. All of us, our friends, we started to go insane because we had weekly assignments and we had weekly assignments that were very time consuming when we had to try to get interviews from people that would not reply to us. It would literally Mm -hmm. be like the day before the deadline and people would still not have interviews. And it was just very stressful. Mm -hmm. But taught us so much but yeah i mean in november that was taking up like all of my time basically yeah like trying to get those interviews trying to find a good topic yeah because there were a lot of like aspects of like that class and those assignments where it's not only about getting the person to interview or like figuring out who you want to interview it's also the fact that i don't love people um talking to strangers i don't love people (laughs) (laughs) and so then having to like find someone that's true um you know like figure out how you're gonna do it when you're gonna do it then you have to like prepare their interview and like so many things like this stress me out you know and i was sick all of november (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah. But like we said, it was like, it taught us so much. It was literally, I would love for all of the other classes to be like this because. I mean, we're going to have him again this semester. Yeah. But for one class, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, take what you can get. (laughs) (laughs) But um, because the the final exam was literally like, I feel like if I didn't study at all, I would still pass with a nice grade because. Like, 90% of what he was asking was what we've literally learned by doing mm-hmm. those things. For example, like, we had to write reports, and then he asked, 
what is a report about or like you know what is the difference between a report and uh, a feature Mm -hmm. which we've both done and so we knew like what is it about you know which i i just i loved that because that's that's, like that's how i love to learn and i feel like it makes the most sense that's how university should be yeah not like trying to teach yourself all the material in the week before the exam basically you should learn it during the semester yeah so in that sense great class great class then we can move on to maybe Cambio Social. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of classes, I'm just realizing. Cambio Social, I can't remember what I thought of it in the beginning. I think I was just intimidated by the Spanish because this no, one was in Spanish. No, I think, well, were you? Because then I remember you kept like saying that you understand everything. Oh, that's but true. But saying you are able to take notes. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that one was fine. That one was fine. That's true. Um, but I think it was like the other way around. I feel like in the beginning we were fine yeah. because we were like, yeah, we understand what the teacher is saying. We are kind of, I mean, you were really good at taking notes. I, I realized I am able to take notes as well, but I was, I was like, she realized it in, in the last the be- class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, so it was kind of, it seemed like it would be fine, but the problem then was that it was just, like, so much information mm. that you have to basically memorize. Also, because we don't have, like, the background and the context of, like, Spain history. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you know, we were lacking that. Also, the weekly assignments towards the end. I mean, in the beginning, they were difficult because we would have to analyze texts that we did not understand because they were written in the freaking 15th century with a ra- mm-hmm. writing that I could not read and a Spanish that I could not understand. And then towards the end, they just started becoming quite time-consuming and somehow there were no instructions and we never knew if we were actually doing the right thing and Mm -hmm. but I mean nowhere close to radio but still there were weekly assignments and they just kept coming and coming and coming yeah yeah because also these weekly assignments were like we were doing them in a group Mm -hmm. not individually so that was a little bit better but the thing is, like, with weekly assignments, why I don't love them is because I like to, like, plan things ahead and do as many things ahead as I can. Mm-hmm. So then later on, I can, like, rest and not be, like, stressed about not having time and stuff, which you can do with weekly assignments because you basically you finish one mm-hmm. and then you have to, like, begin doing another one right away. And it's not like you can do it in one day and you're done and you have to rest of the week off. It's just, like, it takes multiple days and then you hand it in you go to class you talk about the assignment there and then you go home and you have another one to do and also and so with you can this never, class like relax with yeah. this class you never knew what the assignment was gonna be you didn't mm-hmm. know like how much time it would take like what you would have to do what we have to film what we have to do a podcast what we have to and then all of a sudden you're standing there monday or tuesday whenever we got to class and then you have another huge assignment and you already have so many plans for the week And then you have Mm -hmm. to try to fit it in there. And with us being four people, you know, we had different schedules, different things to do. We would have to try to find like, you know, Mm -hmm. like Sada was working. So we'd have to do it when she was not working. And so it was a lot of organizing. But, Mm -hmm. you know, it worked out. It was fine. Yeah. I would say because we have to mention we had a different teacher for the theory part and the Mm. practical part of this class. And the teacher of the practical one, he was like really really nice i really liked him because he i feel like he was the kind of first one who actually acknowledged that, that there are people whose first language isn't spanish because we were not the only really ones really nice about it 
Yeah. In this class, we were yeah. not the only ones that didn't speak Spanish as like a mother tongue. So it was a mm-hmm. bit different. But yeah, true. Yeah. And also he, I feel like he had a good knowledge of English. So sometimes like he would use words in English or if he saw that we didn't understand what he was saying in Spanish, he would at least like repeat it Mm -hmm. slowly or try to explain it in another way. And so those classes were actually fun and interesting. But the thing is, somehow it didn't make a lot of sense, like connected to the theory one. No, or the exam, honestly. Yeah, like I didn't use any knowledge from the no. practical ones in the final exam. No, which I don't really quite know why or how that happened because, I mean, he was taking it seriously and he had good assignments anything and everything, but yeah. somehow it just didn't quite connect. Yeah, and the exam yeah. was a freaking challenge. <laughs> it I was mean, awful. Awful. Studying for it was quite horrible because it was just too much material to get into our mm-hmm. heads. And the exam, I genuinely, that was the one that I was like, in the end, that was the exam that I felt the worst about after taking it, I think. Yeah, yeah, same. Because when they gave us the paper with the questions, like I felt, I don't, I don't remember how I felt before the exam, because the thing is like, we've studied literally for two or three weeks straight. We had this nice routine going on like every day when we would have like times to study, then to relax and all that. We went through all of the topics multiple times. We did many like studying strategies, Mm -hmm. I would say, you know, rewriting stuff by hand, rereading them, like all that. Like I felt like I knew good amount of information, but then the way the teacher asked the questions was impossible almost. (laughs) I don't know. I really, I still don't know what I got right, like what I could have possibly gotten right, because I was so unsure about pretty much everything that I was writing down. So, yeah. Yeah. Also, another thing was the first thing, the first sentence on the exam was that they would penalize language mistakes. Yeah. Like if it wasn't well written, if the structure didn't make sense, grammar mistakes, any sort of mistakes, they would penalize. And this exam was in Spanish. So... As soon as I saw that, I was already like freaking out because I was like, there's no way I'm going to make so many mistakes. I'm just going to, you know? Yeah. And I don't know why they would do it with this exam. Like stupid. Like lengua española or something like that. Sure. Exactly. Exactly. But why with this? It doesn't make sense to me. And like there's already so many difficult factors of like being a university student taking this exam so why make it even more difficult you know you're stressed like when I'm writing an exam I don't care about my Mm -hmm. Spanish Spanish structure and like grammar because I'm focusing on being able to write down as many pieces of information as I have uh, as I can and I I have in my head so like I don't care if I make an error or if you know because I like I just add sentences as I go yeah as I whatever comes stuff. to my mind yeah but in the end we we passed somehow <laughs> I don't know why. Don't you know because my strategy was just to write down whatever I can say at least somehow connected to the question you know I listed because I remembered all of the dates like you know I don't know <laughs> why I just remembered all the years and stuff and so at least I wrote down those because I wanted to show her that I did study and Mm -hmm. I know stuff it's just maybe not exactly what she's asking you know yeah (laughs) I think it worked honestly it must have worked yeah and also with the examples like when they they were always asking for examples of like newspapers and stuff like that and of people I was just writing down whatever might possibly be connected to that somehow 
And yeah. I guess in the end it was fine, but that one was that one was tough. It was really difficult because when whenever we sat down and we got the the paper with the questions, I was looking at it and I literally I was on the verge of crying. I didn't know anything. I was like, oh, number no. one, don't know. Two, don't know. Three, don't know. And I think yeah. I started with the very last question, but even that one, I didn't really know. Exactly. And so I was just staring at the wall for like good five or ten <laughs> minutes before I even like forced myself to start. And then even during that, it was so draining because we had like five short questions, right? Yeah. And then three long ones. I think four. more. I don't know. Four or five. Yeah, and then the long ones were really long. And so, like, you got writing and writing, and you knew that you have still so much left to mm -hmm. write. And so I was like, I don't... Like, I literally, I had to force myself to do stuff so I could get through the freaking exam. And even when I handed it in and we came outside, I was done. I was like, this was mm -hmm. the worst thing ever. Honestly. So, yeah, yeah not great, not great. And then... Another highlight was Derecho, <laughs> the, I mean, information law, technically, which, you know, was just a horrible experience from beginning to end. We didn't understand the classes from the first day on. We did not understand what our teacher was saying. Mm -hmm. um, he was speaking very fast, very unclear. Even Spanish-speaking people did not really understand what he was saying. They would tell him to slow down. He would slow down for two words and then go back to his normal fast-speaking self. Um, there was no, like, help during the course, like, PowerPoints, you know, pictures, graphics, anything. It was just him speaking. And, yeah, in the end, we just had notes from our friends who thankfully took great notes. Mm -hmm. um, and we studied those because that was the only material we pretty much had. And it was awful. We also failed yeah. all the midterms. <laughs> well, technically, the Te second one we did not. Yeah. But I don't know, this exam was, uh, this class was just a complete mess because we did not know what to expect. We did not understand anything in class. <laughs> I was like, why am I even coming to the classes? Honestly. You know, like, and, and it was a constant battle because I was like, okay, either I can try to like listen because that's why I'm here. And then I was like, well, I still don't understand anything. So let's like use this time to do something else and it was like this constant battle mm -hmm. between those two because i was like okay if i do something else in the meantime i i don't have to come to classes but then i was like but i have to come to classes <laughs> you know yeah yeah no so it was, it was tough. a battle somehow the final exam went well and we passed yeah because in the end the the thing is i liked i think i liked him as a person you know <laughs> i think he was nice he was yeah. like trying to like help us he was he wasn't mean no you know i and think he was just because, a lawyer not a teacher yeah exactly and i i guess he didn't understand that when we all failed it's not because we're stupid and we're not doing anything. But, you know, the second midterm showed it because he split it into two parts where the first one was multiple choice and the second one was like two short answers questions. Mm -hmm. And with the second part, with the short questions, we, I, th I think almost everybody passed and a lot of us got full, full points. points. Yeah. 
so it's not that we're stupid it's just like the way he was asking was really difficult yeah. and like in the short questions at least you can like say whatever you know like with the cambio social yeah. exams we could like write down whatever we wanted to whereas when the multiple questions you have to choose one answer and if it's wrong then yeah. you're screwed yeah you know it was tough especially and i think because like for the second midterm i mean it's not really a midterm we didn't get the grades for a long time and then we got the grades like days before the final exam and mm -hmm. we didn't really do well so then we were just like well great like here we are studying day after day after day now we're getting this horrible grade back like right before we need to go and do the final exam mm -hmm. and i think it was not a great it just kind of brought us down like even more yeah yeah because we didn't know at that point we like tried um to study like really hard and like we were like what what more can i do mm -hmm. you know And in the end, he even um, decided not to take off points for wrong answers, which was really great because at least we were, you know, we had the chance there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the questions and were I wouldn't a lot say, easier than yeah, exactly. the other exams. I mean, exactly. I wish he would have done and that from the beginning. Yeah. And the class, I mean, honestly, at least like the second part was kind of like interesting you know how how the law works and like with the information and he he honestly he even tried to give real life examples mm -hmm. with certain things which was nice but it's just the way that um the information was journalism. presented yeah yeah and um we're not we're we don't want to be lawyers so like why do we have to go into things in such detail and have to like understand everything and memorize everything so we pass mm -hmm. the exam you know But wow, do so, we know a lot about Spanish law now. <laughs> I mean... I, I would say more than about Czech law. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I can give you articles from the Constitution. I can give you a lot more than I can give you from Swiss law. So, yeah, whatever also, that will be worth. Also, another not great thing in this class was that we basically didn't have any practical... We had nothing practical. Yeah, that's because true. He took those classes... Um, as the theoretical ones, basically, and he just like gave us lectures and left. Yeah, not great. No. And then our last one, our favorite <laughs> one out of them all. <laughs> Give it up for economics. <laughs> oh, I mean, where do we begin? <laughs> I don't even know. I feel like it was a roller coaster it the was. whole time. The thing is. We had different teachers, again, for practical and theoretical. Theoretical was awful from the beginning, I would say. It's one of these classes where I think everybody in the university is following the same cur cur curriculum. For God's sake. Mm -hmm. um, they have it set up. They just hire the teachers. They have to run through the PowerPoint slides that are already prepared for them. And that's that. And we did not have enough time to go through the PowerPoint slides in a way that was actually useful. Our teacher was just kind of running through them. She didn't have enough time to explain anything in depth. Um, it required more knowledge than we had, like prior knowledge. And it was a mess. Like she would get mad at us for not being able to read graphs, but we'd never seen that graph before. But she also didn't have enough time to explain it to us. And so really, in terms of theory, I'd say we had to teach ourselves everything in the weeks before the exam at least that's how it felt for me yeah it was really you know i feel like the problem with this whole course with this whole class is just the organization maybe yeah. or the way it is like planned because honestly 
I feel kind of sad for the teachers because they don't yeah. have a lot of uh, freedom. Uh, uh, yeah, freedom. Autonomy. Because, yeah, yeah, autonomy, that was the word I was going for. So basically, there is like a course, I don't, the core eco, 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 economy, economy yeah. something like that. And somebody somewhere <laughs> developed it and then put it on the internet. And then everybody can download it for free and like use it, distribute it, whatever. And so our university decided that that's the best thing they're going to do. And so every teacher, you know, the the theoretical one, they just have to show us the presentation, mm. the slides, go through it, which it's not even great because they didn't have a lot of time. And also our teacher kept saying that she has to keep up with the other like classes and other teachers so she can like fall behind. And so then we would just skip things. She wouldn't have time to like explain certain no. things to us also i was writing writing down maybe that would be my advice for anybody taking this class which the thing is it will be even more time consuming but i think it would have been better if i just like sat in the class and was listening to her and actually looking at the slides yeah and not taking the notes during the class because i mean i wasn't taking notes i was just copying things from yeah. the slides but I didn't have time to, like, actually read through them. And so I didn't take anything from the class. Because yeah. I basically, I didn't, not pay attention, but I didn't listen to what she was saying and what the slides were saying. So maybe just, like, listen to her and, like, read the slides and then do it at home. But the thing is, with already so much going on, it will take you even more time. That's true. Know? And then our practical teacher, like, he understood how difficult it was for us. And he kind of took the opposite approach, where mm -hmm. he wanted to take the time to explain concepts to us. But he didn't have enough time. So in the end, he explained maybe, like, 10% of the course material to us. And I feel like the things that we looked at with him, with him it did make sense. Like, I did understand it while he was explaining it in class. But... 90% of the material, he never had time to explain it. So mm -hmm. in the end, I was completely lost. Yeah, but the thing is, the the material he did explain to us, I understood everything. Made sense, Maybe yeah. besides the last class or like last two classes because it, it got very difficult. But he explained it in a way that I feel like any person without any education would understand because it was like, I know this is difficult. You don't, you probably don't care about this, you know, because we're not studying economics. Once mm. again, that's a whole problem with journalism because they basically give us random classes so we have kind of like knowledge about everything, mm -hmm. but they still do it like in a deeper way than I, f that I feel like is enough you know mm -hmm. and um and so he really like he was really nice about it and also I was sad for him because like people stopped going to those yeah. classes because the thing is they didn't like the tone of his voice like he was really he was kind of quiet and he was monotone yeah 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 and and slow but I was like I don't care I'll take this because you know I appreciated he the way he was teaching and, and it was so the was only thing we were getting. Say, it was like the, my only yeah. hope, those classes. Yeah. yeah. But there was one class where we were literally like three people yeah. in this class. Yeah. And I was like, poor guy. Yeah, that was sad. That was sad. And then obviously with this exam, we also had the drama of the exam. It being our only exam mm -hmm. in January and us wanting to change it to December, which did not work out. We fought, we fought, but it did not work out. And that's the reason why we had to come back in January 
And mm-hmm. the, the whole study studying was very difficult, I think, for both of us because we were at home and mm-hmm. we're both not used to studying there anymore. Like we're in vacation mode. And I also, you know, I was only home for three weeks and in those three weeks I was supposed to study. But in those three weeks, I also wanted to spend as much time as possible with the people that I don't see usually the mm-hmm. entire semester. So I would have a hard time like saying no to people because I had to study. I was trying to balance the two. It was very difficult. Whenever I wasn't studying, I felt like I should be studying. It was chaos. And I also just felt like the studying wasn't really helping. I wasn't understanding anything Mm -hmm. and I would fail the exam anyway. So it wasn't a nice, it wasn't a nice experience. We like in the end, we got some like material from uh, the previous years, but literally I realized it exists like the day before exam. I know the night before the exam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So like when I when I came to Spain, I had to buy some food, and then I came home. It was like 10 p.m., and I was like, "But I have to go through at least one of the tests or uh, or the material because otherwise I'm gonna just freak out, you know." And in the end, I'm really, really glad I did because I think that's what saved me. Honestly, and, and I wish I would have had those earlier. Like. Mm-hmm. I wish. exactly because I would just would have gone through those the whole time. Yeah, I would practice on those, and then it would have been better because I don't. I also I had like 120 pages of notes, yeah. which a lot of them were like graphs and stuff. But still, it's a lot of pages, a lot of material. Like whenever I would read through them, I would add more and more information because I feel like it lacked like basic definitions, mm-hmm. and I need those so bad mm-hmm. because from that I can kind of like go on and like understand the whole problem but if I don't even know the definition of the main word main exactly. concept or whatever I can't you know I can't understand it yeah but you know in the end it was fine I did a lot of guessing one time mm-hmm. this is like to give you an idea of how I approached this exam <laughs> I wanted to for question 10 I was like okay I think the answer is C so I wanted to like cross off C but I accidentally crossed off C for the question 6 and not the question 10 <laughs> so then I was like okay I think this is a sign from the universe that answer the answer for question 6 is also C so I left C and that <laughs> that's how I approached this exam and you know it yeah. worked out it worked out but it wasn't really based on any knowledge it was based on guessing and hoping basically same so it was really stressful like overall this semester was extremely stressful which we did not expect at all because i mean we knew we would have difficult classes but in the beginning i feel like at least the first september was was fine fine. yeah yeah like we went to castellon (laughs) to film the documentary you know we did a bunch of like activities together we had kind of like a good amount of free time and then all of a sudden somewhere at some point it just turned to this very dark stressful <laughs> period and it never stopped i mean truly i feel like it started at the beginning of november and like we pretty much just stopped hanging out with our friends we stopped doing stuff like we were just trying so hard to like keep up with university And I mean, I feel like we were doing a good job, you know, like we were trying to Mm -hmm. stay on top of things and we were being efficient, but still like it was holding on by a thread. Yeah, but I'm proud of us for like passing all the exams and for Mm -hmm. not going crazy. Like, honestly, I think we really have to give us credit. And somehow I feel like, you know, now I finished the semester and that's great, but I don't feel any like satisfaction 
Mm-hmm. And I should because we did so much work and we we succeeded yeah. and pretty well yeah. in the end. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So we have to be proud of ourselves and hopefully this next semester will be a little easier on us. For the last part that is still called book club. It will forever be called book club. (laughs) I refuse to change it. (laughs) But I mean, while being home, I did read two books besides the one I'm still finishing, which is The Weathering Heights, which I started (laughs) started reading, I feel like, I don't know, three months ago. (laughs) But I have like the last like... 30 40 pages left so i can do this and i need to do this before i leave because i want to leave the book here Mm. never come back (laughs) no i mean (laughs) i want to like i want to come back to it like in the future again maybe in 10 years (laughs) (laughs) but you know i need to finish it now but the other two books i read they were great Mm. i enjoyed because i read them like in Czech. they were like translated and it was great because, you know, even while reading, I could finally, like, turn my brain off again. Right. <laughs> and so even the plots, I can't remember now what I was reading, but I remember both of the books were really good. Fantastic. Great book recommendations. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think I finished uh, Carrie Soto is Back from Taylor Chunk and Tree. Mm-hmm. And I think I talked about that already. And then I started reading The Vanishing Half by, let me see, by Britt Bennett. And this Mm -hmm. book, I didn't have high expectations. I didn't really know much about it. I just, when I went to my friend's place, she was like, if you want to like take a book, you can take a book. I went through her books and I was like, this looks good. Let me take this because I didn't have a book to read in Switzerland anymore. And I am loving it. I'm almost done with it. Yeah, I'm almost done with it. And I love it. It's very different than what I was expecting. And so you follow these two sisters who go into very different directions and how their lives develops, how their lives develop and everything. And it's super interesting. It's really good. And it's really well written. And Mm -hmm. it's one of those books that you just want to keep reading. So, yeah, that's what I'm currently reading. And then I still have not finished a book that I started in December (laughs) or November either. So, you know, I will also finish that at some point because I'm almost done. And... Yeah, I think that's Wait, it. I want to see. Oh, the 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 second book I read. It's called White Town, I guess, or White City, something like that. And I think, what language is it originally from? Oh, it's Swedish. It's oh, I remember. It's a Swedish book where it was published with some grant like art grant something like that and i think it won some awards but it was really interesting because it was a pretty like thin book and it was all like the story happened in the matter of a couple of days and the thing is after i finished reading it i realized it's like a second part of a series but when i was reading like the reviews and like writing my own review 
I realized or like people were saying that it's not you don't necessarily have to read the first one to be able to read the second one. And I feel like somehow it was even more interesting for me to read it without reading the mm. first one. Because the whole time I was reading the book, there were like things that I didn't 100% understand because I didn't have the context. But it's what made it like more mysterious. Okay. You know, because I thought it was done like that on purpose, you know, to make the story like more mysterious and to like so you go on and you you feel like you're still you're waiting for that thing to like reveal and be explained Mm. and it kind of was not like in a big way because you know it wasn't planned like that but it still was kind of revealed and so that's why it was really interesting and also it was written it's basically about a woman and she has i feel like six month old baby and her husband died i think and he was, I guess, he was somehow um, involved in some, like, money, I don't know if scams. I don't I don't really know. That's what I didn't get from the second one. Mm-hmm. But, like, something like that. And so, like, the government was taking away, like, money from her and the house and basically, like, everything. And she didn't have anybody. And so it was from her point of view. And it it's not like one big thing happened and that's like the plot and everything mm-hmm. like revolves around that. So it was a really like interesting book and story to read about. And I like I read it in two nights maybe. Mm. And it was really cool because the author also like she focused on so many like little details like, you would feel like you are in the story and, like, in the house she was living in because she she described it in a really detailed and good way. So mm-hmm. that was also really cool. So I really, really liked that. That sounds great. And I'm great. excited to finish Weathering Heights and then move <laughs> on. You know, all of the nice books are waiting for me on my shelf in my room in Madrid. <laughs> you know, the the English ones that I bought last semester. So I'm excited for that. If you like this podcast and want to support us, share it with your friends. Follow our IG account, let's shoot a fat underscore podcast, or leave us a review, giving us your thoughts on the podcast. If you want to get in touch, all of our contact information is in the description. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening and see you next time.